Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And, and I don't know, I found myself, I remembered then these incidents. You see, and I said, Lord, you know, she's just 69. She'd be actually 68, be 69 in about a month. And I don't know why I'm saying this to you. I talk to him just like I do a person. He is a person. God help us to get away from all this formality and mess in prayer that isn't prayer at all. Are you listening to me? Just talk to him. I mean, like you would another person because he is a divine personality and he's your father. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. My father-in-law, you see, he said, that fellow, he, he's been saying, come on. He said, I don't rightly know who you are. You'll just have to wait, sir. I'm not quite ready yet. Then he said to me, you're going to get the children up here talking about Ken and Pat, his own two grandchildren, who you had to be 12 years of age, you see, or older to get into the hospital, and they were under that age, 9, 10. And, and I said, sure, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, let me see them before I go. The only grandchildren he had. And I, so I went to the uh, superintendent of the hospital, and they said, oh, do anything you want to do. He ought to have been dead two days ago. We don't understand how he's lived. Just, just don't pay any attention to any rules or regulations, anything, anybody you want in there. And he was in a large room by himself. And I think that night, I don't know, it's full of people. It was just full of people. And you'd think that he's going on a vacation tomorrow. <laughs> he was fully alert and talking, you see. I remember when Ken came in about 10, you know, and said, Papa, I've been praying for you. He said, I know it, son. I've been praying for you too. <laughs> Amen. And he, he, he never left a sad word. He laughed and talked, you know, just joyous and glad and and you'd have thought, he told everybody, never did tell my wife. He, she's the only one there. I think he thought, well, I'd, I'd cry if I did that. So he told everybody goodbye except her, you see. And, and you'd think he's going on a vacation tomorrow. Now he lapsed into unconsciousness the next day at the same time. And he'd ask them not to give him anything, and so they hadn't. And having experience with death myself, I knew that when death fashioned its final throws upon him, if you're not under if you haven't had a stroke or your, your brain's not impaired, that, uh, that you will, when death finds find throw, momentarily regain consciousness. And so I was standing at the foot of the bed when suddenly his eyes popped open and he saw me. I knew death finds find throws upon him. And he said to me, my God, Kenneth, I'm dying. I said, I know it, Mr. Rooker, but you're ready to go. Yeah, he said, I'm ready to go. I said, you're not afraid to go? He said, no, I'm not afraid to go. I said, lie back on the pillar and let her go. <laughs> and he just lay back and re relaxed, and a smile flashed on his face, and a light flashed across his face, and he took off. <laughs> Glory to God, he left. He left. See, there's victory even in death. Glory to God. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. Well, now I said that to you to say this to you. That got me to thinking. Now, wait just a minute. I never said a lot about it, but I did begin to think about it. Is there an authority? Do we have authority on earth? Does the church have authority? I knew that wasn't just me because I'm a preacher, you see. Do we have authority that we don't know about, that we haven't discovered, that we're not using? You see, 
Is the Spirit of God trying to show me something? See, I'm talking about 1947 then 1950. And so I began to study along that line. I began to think along that line. I began to feed along that line. And I began to see more and more light begin to come along this line. That you see, Jesus, as we've already pointed out to you, did say after he was raised from the dead, all authority, King James says power, the Greek here word really means authority, all authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. But that authority on the earth has been delegated to the church. So now then I, I, I realize this. And I began to see it. And I remember some years later then we were up in the state of Washington preaching and my, uh, my sister called me. My mother was in desperate condition, actually critical condition. And she wanted me to come. Well, I was a little closer to my mother than the other children. I saw after her, tended her business for her and so on and so forth. And, and so I, I didn't know whether my sister is, you know, you can be so close to a situation that you can't be emotional and she's an emotional type of person. So I called the pastor of the Assembly of God Church that she's a member of, you see. And he said, well, yeah, Brother Hagin, I just came and I believe I'd come home if I was you. She's calling for you and she is critical. And so I talked to the pastor and we decided just to close that night. We'd come on in. And I was in a side room praying as I would be every night, praying about my meeting, but then I prayed about my mama. And, and I don't know, I found myself, I remembered then these incidents. You see, and I said, Lord, you know, she's just 69. She'd be, actually 68, be 69 in about a month. And I don't know why I'm saying this to you. I talk to him just like I do a person. He is a person. God help us to get away from all this formality and mess in prayer that isn't prayer at all. Are you listening to me? Just talk to him. I mean, like you would another person because he is a divine personality and he's your father. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. And I said to him, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, he said to me as I prayed, he said, yeah, she, she's going to die. This is it. Well, I knew she saved all right. I knew she didn't know anything about faith. She'd never heard me preach half a dozen times in life. But I said, I don't know why. But now, dear Lord, I said, I'll never feel right about it. I know this. This is a minimum, really. You promised us at least 70 or 80 years or so on. Unless she lived that a lot of time out, I'd never feel right about it. The longest day I live upon this earth, I'll never feel right at you. I don't mean I'm going to be mad at you. But I just won't feel right about it. And then throughout all eternity, I'm going to remind you of it every now and then. I don't feel good about that. <laughs> Now, when I said that to him, just as plain as some man speaking to me, he said, uh, all right, I'll do what you tell me to do. I'll do what you tell me to do. Well, he did just exactly. I said, well, give her at least 80. When she reached her 80th birthday, just a few days after she went home, he did just what I told him to do about it. More than once, he said to me, whatever you say about it, I'll do. Whatever you say. Well, you better be sure you say the right thing now. <laughs> Amen. Because you can get in some difficulty. But I said that to say this to you, what started me to thinking along this line. I am convinced. I am convinced that we as a church have authority on the earth that we've never realized yet. 
that we've only barely touched a little bit of it. Barely got into the edge of it. Hallelujah. We must learn to be exalted to the place where God wants us to be. The church fails too often in her ministry of authority. She don't even know she has any authority. And is bowed down in defeat and overcome with fear. Ephesians 1.22 says, And hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. He is head over sickness, disease, and anything that's evil. And all those things are evil. Well, let's reverse the words in order to bring out the true meaning of what he's saying here. You see, he said here that he is, notice this, gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Now this reverse, the words, in order to bring out more clearly the deepest significance. Head to the church over all things. Because that's really what he's saying. Head to the church over all things. He is being head over all things is for the church's sake. Can't you see that? We need to sit reverently before those or these mighty truths and their tremendous teaching and grasp it with our hearts, what he's talking about. Praise God forevermore. And once we do, once we grasp the truth in our hearts, we'll reach deep and rich rewards. It is only this kind of an attitude, actually, that the spirit of truth can lift us into and unveil the truth of God's word to us where we can see the meaning of God's revelation and walk in the light of it. God has made Christ to be the head over all things to the church. It is for our sake that he's the head, not for his sake, our sake, so that we through him might exercise that authority over all things. When we see what belongs to us, then we'll be able to enjoy victory. Praise God, the victory that he's actually bought and paid for and that belongs to us. The devil will fight to keep us from knowing the truth. He'll fight to keep us out of this area. He'll fight you more here than any other way. But if you just through stubborn faith, bless God, will persist in Christ, the victory will become yours. Now I want you to notice something here as we go just a little step further. Paul, in the book to the Colossians, now we've been talking about writing to the church at Ephesus. And writing to the church at Colossae, he says a whole lot of the same thing, except he puts it in different words. But he's just simply saying the same thing. It's a little different viewpoint but he's really saying the same thing that he said before. Now look into Colossians, the first chapter, and we'll start reading with the 15th verse. Who is the image of the invisible God, he's talking about Jesus now, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Now get this. 
and he is the head of the body, the church. Who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence? For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Now notice verse 20. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. Now Christ was quickened by the operation of God the Father. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the Tools for Navigating Life Package. Included is the best-selling book, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagan, plus the books, I Cannot Be Defeated and I Will Not Quit by Ken Hagan, and God's Positioning System by Lynette Hagan. All three resources for just $21.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Well, we got a lot of things coming up. Uh, we're going right. to be in Madison, Alabama on uh, the 24th through the 27th at Cornerstone Word of Life Church. Yes. Uh, Mark and Rhonda Garver Church there. And then in September 7th through the 7th. Through the 10th. Through we're the 10th. Jonesboro, Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, they're at Living Word Church, Pastors Denny and Danny Beavers. Yes. And then we're going to be at a special, special meeting, su special Sunday in St. Joseph, Illinois on Sunday, September the 14th at Living Word Family Church. Right, there. right. Tomorrow, more from Reverend Hagen on our authority as believers. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.